Hey, it's Bridget and Liz, and you're listening to Dude, Dude, Guess What? Hey, hey guys, welcome to episode 33 of Dude, Guess What? Yeah, it's, uh, I feel like it's been a while since I've talked to you, Lou. I talked to you this morning, dude. I mean, like, really <laughs> talked to you. We were on FaceTime for like 45 minutes. <laughs> That's never long enough. <laughs> You're right. I'm just so much fun to talk to, aren't I? I know. Well, it's it's hard when like I'm just around children all day. And so whenever I have like an adult interaction, I... It leaves your mind like easily or what? Yeah. No, I just think I... I just think I need more than 45 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, you can call me anytime you want. I'm just teasing. That's all good. Uh, well, how was your week? It was good. It was uh it was good. I mean, um we had Anthony had um some friends over this weekend, so he had he had two of his uh, his really close friends come. And then they brought their wives and one of the couples had a daughter and she's about like a month younger than JD, mm-hmm. but she is so cute. Like she, um, so like future marriage, like yeah. cute, like set that yeah. up or they what? Did kiss and, and, Stop. you know, did they really us or JD, so uh, JD, you know, kisses like this. <laughs> open mouth <laughs> with his tongue and we were like oh they had their little first frenchie <laughs> <laughs> no but um it was a lot of fun uh i was a little bit because so on saturday anthony and these two kids they or the guys kids um they went to the oklahoma state versus texas game mm-hmm. and i guess Wait, that's like friend like the friends went to that yeah, just the just oh, the okay, husbands, okay. like the okay, boys, okay, got it, got it, got and then it. Anthony, and so it was me and these two girls, and um, I have never met them before, like okay. at all. And so that so, was been fun. Um, I was a little bit nervous just because I don't know, like you're well, you had to entertain them, like, like people you didn't know. Yeah, you have to entertain them, and then the other thing is like you don't know what their personalities are like, like. Mm-hmm. If I have somebody that's there that is kind of mousy and doesn't talk, like it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to carry the conversation. Yeah, but they were super talkative. They were super nice. Um, I definitely felt like it was it was just a good time. And you know, it's funny. Like one of the girls. I mean, both of them were awesome. But it's like you're just like, man, it'd be fun. Like you could be. A- a good friend like it would be like if it, were you, like you do are you gonna follow them on instagram now or what no well this is the thing that's funny is like i was talking to anthony i'm like <laughs> i guess he sent this is the thing that drives me like freaking wild is he texted his friend and was like hey just bridget had a really good time like with your wife and she's like she loved both of them but she felt like um Oh my gosh, what did he say? Hold on, let me let me find out because I told him I was like, why would you say that? Man, dude. He said, uh Bridget said she hit it off super well with blank and blank. And I was like, this sounds like I'm on a date. Like, <laughs> why would you send that? I he sent me a screenshot and I was like, why would you send him that? Like, <laughs> He thought probably thought he was doing something good though. I know, like it's fine. I just was like, this is the thing though. It's funny. I feel like, kind of like to go off topic. I feel like when you're married, it's kind of hard to make married friends mm-hmm. because I feel like to you know you can always have married friends and the wife is friends with the other wife, sure. but then the husbands aren't friends. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's hard to find like a couple where both of you where you hit it off. Yeah, were you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was fun. I'm like, man, if we were closer, we could totally be friends. But yeah, where do they live? Sorry, did you already say that? Um, so this person, sh- they live in Arizona, and then the other couple lives in Texas. I'm just so I liked both of them. 
it just is you know it's like when you find you like you have um a lot of like similarities with one like we're both moms like we both like to read you know what I mean like so it's just it's just different you know but um it's it's easier to connect with somebody that's like on uh like the same life Yeah, you guys are on the same, like, in the same phase of life. yeah yeah anyway but um it was a lot of fun we we like played and stayed up till like 1 a.m one night like playing games Oh, boy. we played play nine with them Did, do they like it? Yeah, and then they we played Taboo. Oh, did you get Taboo? Yeah, I got it after you got it. Hmm, I don't remember this. Yeah, and then I just am like, I'm to the point today where I am like so touched out by kids that Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can handle another day. Yeah, guys, Bridget sent me a text today that said a swear word in it. And I like was like, oh boy, Bridget means business because Brid- Bridget must really be losing it because she doesn't swear yeah. normally. Yeah. Like, anyway, hmm. that's about it. I mean, finished a book and uh, working on a puzzle and life's good. Yeah, that sounds fun. Did you fun. start the book, the Colleen Hoover book? No, I've been, I've had tons of reading for school this week. So I've been reading school stuff. I was a little nervous because it says that it's from Atlas's point of view, but it's Atlas and Lily. Okay. Huh. So I was glad because I was like, this might be weird just coming from his point of view. Yeah. Because yeah. then we won't get the other side of the story with her and, R- or is it Ryle? No, what was it? It was some weird name. Rylan? Ryle? I thought it was Ryle. I'll have to look anyway. at it. I don't remember. Yeah, I haven't started it. Um, It's the newest Colleen Hoover book. If those who are wanting to know what it's called, it starts with, a, I see it. It's on my bedside table. Yeah. I can see it looking at me. It's calling my Anyway, name. Liz, tell us about your crazy weekend. Well, it's not that exciting. So um, I had planned this really nice weekend for me and Ryan to go away to St. George and go to the lat, like the closing weekend of a Tuacon play. And, um, my mom watched Robbie for us. It was originally going to be Sarah, but Sarah's kids all got sick and my mom had the weekend off. And so mom came through there in the last quarter and, uh, helped us out. Mm-hmm. And, um, she got some one-on-one time with Robbie and he loved it. Um, but anyway, so we, mom is like the ultimate like watcher like i know i like i like text so mom our mom's actually here right now with me and um the morning hi mom hi (laughs) um the morning of um i texted mom like a a schedule i'm like okay seven to whatever this is blah 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 and i was like but honestly do whatever you want because i trust you i know dude it's so funny like i will be like i'll tell anthony i'm like no like i only trust my mom And he's like, you know, X, Y, and Z has like raised kids too. I'm like, yeah, well. Well, is your mom a pediatric nurse? I would think no. Or whoever it is. Is someone else a pediatric nurse? I was telling somebody, I was telling these girls this weekend. I was like, honestly, I was like, I know like if I leave my kids with my mom, like I have zero like worries. Concerns. Yeah. You can just go have fun. Okay. Anyway, I agree. Mom's the best babysitter. And she would send, she sent me videos of Robbie all weekend long and it was great. But anyway, so we get down to St. George and on our way there, I had gotten a couple texts from someone that's like, man, I hope Sunday's fine coming back. It's supposed to be snowing. And I'm like, yeah, my mom told me that, but I had a, like some friends like text me because they knew I was going down anyway. So th- and we left Saturday morning because the play was Saturday night. Anyway, they ended up canceling the play because it was windy outside. And uh, was it really, though? not really no it it wasn't like it we were we went into saint anyway it was like a little bit windy but i didn't think it was like cancel the play windy i like facetimed mom don't you remember i was like look how much remember i showed you there was like no wind yeah but maybe over by tuacan it might have been we were in saint george like no but tuacan's out further yeah no we were like anyway yeah anyway there wasn't that much wind but i was kind of bummed and then we were like, well, what should we do? And we had seen all these like advertisements when we were coming to town for like local plays, you know, all sold out. And we're like, it's like, oh my gosh, tell me that you saw one. No, we were, we tried to, but they were all sold out. So then we ended up at, at um, the outlets out there and we went um, and I played with a little puppy at a pet star. Oh yeah. We went to dinner at uh, Cliffside restaurant. I thought it was good, but not as good as everyone made it out to be. I don't 
think it's that great either. Yeah. I was like, everyone, everyone was like, you have to try this. Like, it's so good, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought it was meh. But is it in St. George? Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. Yeah. And it, like oversees the whole valley. Mm. It's, on the, it's like on the cliffside. I mean, I would have just like told you to go to Cafe Rio because I'm pretty sure that's oh, where yeah. the OG well, Cafe Rio is. Really? Yeah. I think I it know. started in St. George. Well, that's news Actually, to me. I'm going to yeah. fact check this. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so then we just um, hung out and then we were both in bed by like 9 p.m. It was awesome. Well, yeah, yep, then- I was right. St. George, wow. Utah. Fantastic. I did not know that. I didn't know that. Hmm. Well, good hmm. for you, Bridget. For knowing a random fact about. Fat, fat keeper. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so then Sunday we were like, okay, because mom mom had to work Sunday night and we knew we had to come home a little bit early so that way she could take a nap before um, going to work. And we got stuck in a snowstorm. And the last time I pumped before we, we like I left, we left at, well, we left yeah, at like 740. Well, we left the house there, oh. there at like 740 and I pumped until 730. And um, then the next time I got to pump was at like four four in the afternoon that is crazy because we were yeah it was crazy it took them nearly seven hours to get home yeah from st george it was absolutely wild and the the snow wasn't even that bad it's just like there were tons of semis and they were like half turned off the road and just like it looked like a whiteout though that picture you sent me like uh, started when, yeah when we were like stopped it started like but it was like only one section but it mm. was anyway it was stupid and we finally got home and I just was like oh my gosh like so that was rough yeah and then I know last week I mentioned we were kind of looking at a house last week and um we decided to just kind of move on from that house so for those who are interested in that yeah. story but anyway so um I did though want to just take a second to oh, okay. about something well mainly just give our stats of like who who listens to our podcast throughout the globe oh. i don't know if i've ever told you this liz but i was looking at our stats this last week and i just thought it was fun because a couple weeks ago i listened to a podcast and they did this and i just thought it was cool mm-hmm. so i just wanted to list off all of the countries that currently listen to our podcast Okay, I'm interested. Okay, so we have obviously a lot in the United States. Yay, go America. Uh, Yeah. Mexico. Okay. Guatemala. El Salvador. Jamaica. Jamaica? Yeah. Granada. Granada. Okay. Bolivia. Oh, South America. Uh, Let's see. Hold on. We have some in the UK. We actually have quite a bit. Um, Paris, Spain. Oh my gosh. Hold on. We have a, we have a lot. Um, Switzerland, Belgium, Germany, uh, Poland. Mm, This is like in a different language. So I don't know. What is any any from down under? I'm, I'm looking, hold on. I can get a map of the world. I'm still, yeah, it's still, so Uh, we have some in Russia. I have Vladimir. Um, <laughs> okay, this That's one's awesome. in Arabic, so I can't tell. I think that it's a uh, it's in the Middle East. We have a couple in the Middle East: India, Vietnam, China. Wow. Uh, we have Philippines, Malaysia, and Australia and New Zealand. And we have a couple more, but the way that this is set up, it's um, not. Uh, it's like in a different language and I'm not, I'm not like geographically savvy. So I'm like, you want oh. me to go grab Jeff really quick. I'm sure he can no. like translate it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was cool because like, I didn't, obviously we don't have like a crap ton of followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. but I just think it's cool to see, like, even though it's that it, we have a, a, quite a bit of following, like, that is fun, dude. Yeah. Where's our sponsorships? Right. Know, right. Come on, dear media studio, pick us up already. For real. <laughs> I want to be a stay-at-home podcaster. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just thought it was cool to share those little tidbits. But um, to- today I am like really excited 
I say this every week. And yeah, I say okay. every week. Let me just, I'm going to preface this with, Bridget says, what do you want to talk about this week? And I said, scary things. <laughs> things. And Bridget said, what do you mean? And I said, spooky things. <laughs> she said, what does that mean? And I was like, what in the world do you not understand about scary and spooky? Like, Well, because I'm like, this is my thing is for oh, me. Credit card debt. Let's talk about that. That is pretty scary. Yeah, credit card debt. No, I, so when Liz said that, I'm like, okay, spooky. Like, give me more context. Like, are you wanting, like, like, crap your pants spooky or, like, what? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty self-explanatory, but. Anyway. So, um. This week. Go ahead, Bridge, you tell. Oh, we're, we're going to talk about, these are like real people that have written in. So we asked on, Liz and I have a couple. Well, Liz has a couple. I just, I have one and then I'm bringing in the expert, which is mom. Oh, yeah. So, and then I have, I just have one that's happened to me personally. And then we wrote on our Insta, on our personal Instagram, um, for those that like had any spooky stories Mm -hmm. and you guys delivered like I when I was reading these I was like holy crap like just I don't know hearing people's stories I'm like "Eh." anyway okay real things happen so I guess Liz was talking to mom and mom said that she had quite a bit of scary stories and I've actually never heard any of them so so we're gonna we're gonna start it off with mom telling us a few stories she's a few in a row so mom's gonna go okay Okay, you ready mom Uh uh-huh okay let me just start it out by saying um i'm a registered nurse and i work at a children's hospital here in utah and um we the unit we work on uh that i work on i work graveyard shifts and um they're spooky right there um so anyway um mom with the jokes (laughs) we used to have um well this used this was a few years ago since this we don't do it this way now but if we had really bad traumas come in through the emergency department um if the children passed away which was very sad always we had a couple of very large rooms on our unit that could hold big lot of families so they would bring the child over on a gurney put them in this room and have chairs out and everything for parents and cousins and family Family. members to be there you know and to be there with the the child the body of the child it was a very very uh, very hard for us as nurses too to hit to see this because it was very um sad and you know, a lot of crying, even some of us nurses would be, you know, very teary. Anyway, so when those rooms weren't used for that specific situation, they would be used as patient care rooms because they were big rooms that we could, you know, put two children in if we needed to. Um, but anyway, this one night, um, a night shift, of course, um, one of my co-workers had gone in to see her patient who was there for a fracture, had a fracture. And uh, she was in there for quite a while. And when she came out, she walked straight up to me and her face was ashen. Like she literally looked like she'd seen something awful or whatever. And I said, what's up? She goes, the weirdest thing just happened to me in that room. And I said, okay, watch. She goes, my patient, I went in to do an assessment. I went over everything with the mom and uh, explained to her the, you know, treatment and hospitalization, what was going to happen for surgery went over everything, did my assessment. And then after I'd done that, I said to the mother, you know, do you think I've covered all the bases? Um, Do you have any questions for me? And the mother said, no, um, that's great. You've covered it all for me. You know, thank you so much. And my coworker was getting ready to go. And the little five-year-old boy that was in the bed said, I have a question. And my friend said, oh, sure, what? You know, think it was something, you know. And he goes, why do you put dead kids in this room? Isn't that wild? I mean, he, he there's no way he would have known that. Like, just out of the blue, he said to her, why do you put dead kids in this room? 
Well, and so, so she said she just had to almost like take a step back, you know, and I can't remember what she said, but she kind of made it, you know, but she came out and she said, oh my gosh, that just like sent shivers through my entire body. And, you know, so, scary. sorry, those rooms that he's, those are specific to. Well, these, these rooms are actually patient care rooms that we put patients in when we get them from the yeah. emergency room. But on They're specific, pretty, they can be really big though. Yeah, a specific, specific, sorry, occasions when there has been a very bad trauma and there's been a deceased child, they would bring them down into those rooms with the family so that the families could be together. And we'd like set up chairs for all family to visit because it was a very big, long room and they'd have privacy and they'd have privacy in there. We could shut the door. They'd be in there and we'd leave mm. them until the coroner would That's come. Crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was one, one issue, one story, which I'll never forget. Cause it, I mean, seriously, yeah. why would a five-year-old out of the blue ask something? Some like random that? kid. Yeah. 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 Um, another story that happened one night, we were all sitting at the nurse's station and it was again like three in the morning and uh, it was before we'd remodeled our unit. And so we we're all sitting at the nurse's station, you know, doing our charting and stuff. And it was quiet at that time. Anyway, I just happened to look up and to my left coming down the hall was a mylar balloon, like floating down the hall just by itself. Just nobody was there. Nobody was holding it. Nobody was pulling it nothing it was just and, and I was like hey look at this you know so we're all sitting there watching and nobody said anything because we, we were just what's going on this balloon seriously slowly went all the way down past the nurse's station and when it got to the end of the nurse's station it took a right and went down the other hallway by itself so we were all sitting there going okay this is bizarre this is not normal. There's nothing. This is nobody's yeah. doing this. It's by itself. Just, I mean, that was kind of weird. I mean, it's one, sometimes weird. it's one of those you have to be there to to no. I experience think it's weird, it, but it really gave. I got goosebumps watching it. I was like, "Hey, is are we on camera? What is going on?" <laughs> you know? Anyway, that was another one. Um, the other couple of things that have happened that I'll tell real quick. Uh, um, so when we have patients in rooms who are needing to be on monitors, they're hooked up to, you know, cardiac monitors or pulse oximetry that in turn, we can see them on these big screens that we have at the nurse's station. So, you know, if their oxygen drops or something, it'll alarm, we can see it and then we can go run to the room. So in order for those machines to show us stuff, obviously they have to be hooked up to a patient. Well, there's been a couple of times a few years ago when, um, we were all sitting again, once again, night shift at the desk and the call light went off or no, 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 it wasn't call light at the time. The alarms started going off on the monitor. That's what it was. The monitor alarms started going off and someone said, Hey, that's room six. Can somebody go in there and check to see if it's come off the patient's foot or something. And then somebody else turned around and said, um, we don't have a patient in room six. And so then we we're all like, oh, you know, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not going down there by myself. Somebody has to come with me because <laughs> the halls were dark. Right. So we like all there was like four of us all walked down. The doctor even came down with us and we kind of pushed the door open and flicked on the light. And here's the monitors going off. Nobody in the room. Nobody was in there. Nobody was playing a prank because we were all there. So nobody was in the room at all. And it happened again, like two nights later in a different room. So it was a little scary. And then the other one was um, the call light was going off and somebody was like, oh, that's room 11. The parent must need something. And so again, somebody said, well, there isn't anybody in room 11. So we went down there. Sure enough, here's the call light. Somebody had pushed someone well, we don't know. The call light is going off. But, but the thing about like the call lights and like that kind of stuff, they have to be pushed. Yeah. Like, Someone has ever, to be physically push it. Yeah. If you've ever like, spent any time in a hospital, you know that it doesn't just go off. It doesn't by just itself. go off by itself. Right. It has to be pushed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And my last story. This is a pretty cool one. Um, so this all, yeah, she told the all she told me them all today, and I was like, 
before. The yeah. last story I have um, was at the old children's hospital here in Salt Lake um, before it got before demolished. it got demolished and they built the new one up on up on the east bench. Um, there was a lady that worked there. She was a nurse and she wanted to take photos of the hospital where she worked so that she'd have memories of, oh, this is the unit I worked on, worked on. I used to come up these stairs, you know, things like that. So she had an actual digital or not a digital, she had a camera. Yeah, like with like uh, old time camera. Film. Yeah, with film in it, yeah. like a roll of film. So mm -hmm. she was taking pictures of all these things. And um anyway, then eventually she went and got her roll of film developed into pictures. She's gonna put an album. So anyway, she's going through the pictures and she came across a picture of a hallway that she had taken a picture of. And at the end of the hallway, there's like double doors. In front of the hallway doors was a little girl on a tricycle. What the heck? Yeah. And it was like, for real, it was not a doctored anything. It was doctored, I mean, like yeah, doctored yeah. up, like it wasn't... Yeah. Um, what do you call it now? They probably, would they have even done that at the time? Like, you no, know, probably not. They wouldn't have, nobody would have known how to do that back then. And so um, she actually, that picture ended up being passed down to somebody that I work with. And she actually had, a, a, had taken a screenshot of it on her phone and showed it to me. And it gave me chills because it I was not, it. I mean, it. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Um, it. It didn't look like an actual, you know, like flesh and bone child. It was like, misty like ghosty looking what? mom you know what I mean? try and get this photo texas person right I now know. <laughs> I, I will that'd be but so yeah, for reals a little girl sitting on a tricycle just sitting there and she had long hair and i remember looking at it i was like oh that is scary do are you so, still friends with this person but it's like for real i need yeah, to text them mm -hmm. i can i can find out for you but, we, but, but the the thing is is that that hospital i had heard that hospital had a lot of like ghost paranormal. stories parent like yeah that kind of thing paranormal situations Ooh, and ghost stories. So crazy. you can imagine that hospital's been that old hospital children's hospital been there for a long time very long time there's probably all sorts of things that have happened but i've heard of things that have happened in our current hospital too where people have seen things too so really mm -hmm. Gee, yeah, I, I don't want to see anything. <laughs> yeah, me either, dude. The balloon was bad enough. <laughs> That's crazy. That's right? like cool. I mean, like not cool stories, but mm -hmm. real. You like know somebody that like has seen it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like we have a standing joke though in our, on our unit that if anything kind of weird happens like that, like a call light goes off or something, they'll go, oh, it must be Molly. We just call the ghost Molly. We don't know, you know, it's not a person, but we just say, oh, it must be Molly playing tricks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, crazy, mom. Yeah, I know. I know. But you think about it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of things have happened in these hospitals that I'm sure there are yeah. Yeah. things hanging around. So, yeah. but that's my, that's my little crazinesses. Yeah, those oh, are mom's stories she had to share. Yeah. She's got a couple. Yeah, I've got a couple. a couple too. But I'm gonna peace out. Yeah, I mom's gonna pack or no, go away and pack. Right. Um, She's leaving for Australia tomorrow. Well, oh, I'm going to Hawaii. Are, oh, I didn't realize that. No, I'm going to Hawaii first and then oh, yeah, a couple then... of days there with family, our family. And then I fly on the 29th to Sydney. To Sydney. Oh no, mom. That's <laughs> Your accent should become so I'm going to go visit Bluey when I'm there. I'm going to huh? go visit Bluey. Yeah, Bluey. All right. Okay. Here we go. Love you guys. Okay. Um. So, Liz, do you want to um tell your story first or? Like my personal story or the ones yeah. I got? Your personal one. Okay. So my personal story um, happened in the house that we live in right now. And um, when I the, the home that we like grew, all grew up in, yeah, like, yeah, the home that we grew up in, yeah. I honestly can't remember how old I was, maybe ten, like ish. Anyway, so it happened. Um, my dad was trying to get us to all take a nap. Um, one day, and it wasn't 
wasn't working. Um, and I was just like wide awake on the bed and in my, in my parents' room. And they used to have this, um, dresser on the left. Like if you're looking down the bed, like laying on the bed, looking down, they have a dresser on the left-hand side and at the corner of the dresser, like the end corner, I saw a little girl and she was a ghost and she was wearing like an olden timey cap with like strings and had like a white dress on. That is was so scared (laughs) i was i was like (laughs) and i like put the the covers over my head (laughs) because but yeah that was it that's my bridget had never heard that story before i told her this morning and she was shocked yeah and i even had dad fact check it that like liz had told him this yeah i went out and i was like i've told you this story before right dad and he said yeah yeah i have never heard this story ever in my entire life. So when Liz told me this today, I was shocked. Yeah. And it's not my only encounter, but my other encounter is a little personal. So yeah, I won't share that one. Um, yeah. And I won't share mine either, but, um, mine is, it isn't necessarily like ghosts. It's a little bit creepy and spooky and, So my memory isn't like the best the greatest in the exact events that happened. So if anybody was with me during this time, please reach out to me because I need a little refresher. But I remember the like the gist of what happened. Um so in Utah, um there is a place called well, I think it's in Riverton. Um there's a place called Lover's Lane. I'm pretty sure it's in Riverton. Anyway, the story goes that, like, this was one of the areas that Ted Bundy brought his girls to, like, murder them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing is, is, like, you can drive on Lover's Lane and you can go, you can walk down to, like, this barn area. But you have to actually park your car further away and then you have to, like, walk down there. And um, I went with friends And there was, like, a little barn area, and then there was, like, a camper, like, a beat-up old camper that nobody, like, was living in. Uh And, um, and it's, like, nobody's property. Like, it wasn't, like, it was, like, uh, the back of somebody's house. You know what I mean? Uh And so, um, obviously, I know somebody has to own it, but, uh, we went down there, and, um, in the barn there were like a ton of mattresses up at the top of the barn and they looked like they had like blood on it. Uh And like, and I just remember like we were so freaked out. And then like outside of the barn, there was like a little seance ring, like a circle. And that is like another issue that I was like so freaked out at. But then, yeah. But then like, obviously like we're, this is the thing is like now at this time of my life, I would never go do something like this. Me either, dude. Like, I just feel like when you're, like, in high school or a little bit out of high school, you're just kind of, like, I don't know. You're I just, think- like, you just do whatever. Yeah, and and you don't, like, realize, like, what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Um, But, so, like I said, we had to park farther away. So, we're making our way up to our car and in the middle of the road, there is like a suburban um, that's just parked in the middle of the road and has its lights flashing on us. And there was like a guy that was just sitting there watching us. And I honestly want to say that he got out of his car with a bat. And all of us just like ran to the, our car. And it was honestly the freakiest thing that has like. It was, it was the ghost of Ted Bundy. No. <laughs> It just was the freakiest thing that's Actually, ever. Actually, he did. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, it was crazy. Like it was. That's like the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. That is scary. I would be freaking out. Yeah, and that yeah, like I said, like I, if you were with me on this, I feel like I know who was with me, but I didn't want to text him today to be like, hey. What really <laughs> um. Anyway, but I got a couple of crazy stories. Um. And Liz, I know that you got a couple of crazy stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Oh, sure, sure, sure. 
Um, I literally got one. two. So, Bridget, I don't know how many you got. How many did you get? I think I got six. Holy cow. Okay. So. But they're like, the ones that got sent to me are long. And I was waiting on somebody else, but she hasn't replied yet because she was like, hey, I want to tell you mine. And she's like, I'm going to wait till after dinner. And oh, okay. I haven't heard back from her, so. Oh, okay. Okay. It's fine. Well, this first one says, uh, we bought a house last year that was built in the 70s. The first week we moved in, my girls ran up the stairs one morning saying, hi, mommy, at the same time. At that time, I was asleep in my room, or sorry, I was asleep in my room at that time, but they both claimed they saw a woman walking up our stairs in a dress who had long, dark hair. So she thinks that they were saying, hi, mommy, to this other person. Well, but she was in her room. That's wild. Yeah. Can you imagine that? No, I would freak out. Me too, dude. And especially not even just like you. You also are like, who's in our house? Like, has somebody broken in? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, um, so one of ours, one of the ones that I received, it's not necessarily like spooky, but um, she said that she lived. They lived uh, next to a family who she was friends with the wife in high school, but um, this person, the wife and the husband, were going through a rough divorce. Mm-hmm. And I guess um, the husband lived there for a bit by himself before he was kicked out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, she said that she was asked to help clean up the place for a quick, like, turnaround or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the property manager was also her neighbor. Anyway, I guess as they were cleaning it, it just started to feel, like, super dark. And mm-hmm. it didn't feel normal inside. Okay. And um, she said that they got done late. Um, and they both went home and they were exhausted and fell asleep, but I guess she and the property manager both had like awful sleeps that night. Mm -hmm. And, um, I guess she said that like, she, uh, she said mine ended in me getting tackled by my husband because I was literally like in air wailing and thrashing. I guess the old neighbor that lived there, I guess was doing like evil things. Oh, gosh. And she said that, like, she couldn't sleep for weeks and that she had to, like, have blessings to help her get over it and saged her house. Dang. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Um, This other one necessarily isn't, like, spooky or uh haunted or anything like that. It's more just a scary one. Um. She said, uh, this, this story doesn't really turn into much, but it freaked me out. She said she had just gotten to the store with her three-year-old son, and he ran in before me while I was grabbing a cart. Um, she said that he was always inside and luckily and didn't get very far. She said that she put him in the cart when we got inside, and she said uh, they started shopping like normal. Anyway, she said 10 minutes after being there, I noticed a gla- guy close by me, and we made eye contact. She said that she said hi, and he said, you have got to have one of the cutest boys alive ever seen. He is very handsome. Do you mind if I watch you guys shop? What the heck? She was like, she said, uh, I actually told him I do mind and not to follow us. She said it was the weirdest thing. She said, I'm not, she said she's now much more aware of her surroundings. And she said that she went to the front desk and told them what had happened and who it was. And I guess that they all responded. I'm sorry that happened. He seems to shop here at this time a lot. She's like, yeah, because all the moms shop at that time. Hmm. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I can't even imagine that, dude. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like, um, so this is kind of like, it's not a, it's not a spooky story. It's kind of a scary story. Mm-hmm. Um, Not like scary, like chills, but okay, so. This is kind of a long, this is somebody that I know. They didn't write in about this, but when I read that, it made me think of this. So, Brittany, if you're listening, I can't remember if this is what how you told me it. But um, her, like, sister-in-law lives in Arizona. And um, I guess that, like, I don't know if it was happened to her sister-in-law or her sister-in-law's friend. Um, mm-hmm. But it was in, like, Phoenix Mesa area. And I guess this person went to a Costco down there. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you this story? I, I remember the story now that you're telling it. Yeah. Um, like so a while ago. Yeah. So I guess they went to a Costco and I guess that they like, um, 
they just were shopping around and like yada 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 anyway I had no idea anything so I guess that this uh lady like I said I don't know if it was Brittany's sister-in-law or if it was her sister-in-law's friend anyway um this person went to go like this girl who she knows she went to go put her kids in her in their car seats and she locked mm-hmm. their car seats up but mm-hmm. then she after she put them in their car seats she went and returned the cart mm-hmm. and um as she turned around she saw that there was a guy trying to get her kids out of the car seat but since they had like strapped them in very tightly Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't, he couldn't get the buckles undone. Anyway, the police came and I guess this guy, they found, they looked at his phone. They got his phone. He had been taking pictures of her kids <gasps> around Costco and oh had gosh. already, had already sold them on the internet. Oh my gosh. Like sex trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, anyway, she, like, obviously this guy, like, got, like, arrested and whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But ever since I, my friend told me this story, I am, like, so crazy about putting my kids into their car seats and, like, like, straightening them in there. Well, it's, like, it's so, I mean, you hear about all these stories. Anyway, that's, like I said, it's not a spooky story. It is scary, though. Liz, tell me another one of yours. Okay, so this is the last one that I have. <laughs> so do you want to do another one of yours and then I can do mine? I, yeah, I can do a couple of mine. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have uh, three more. Okay. Okay. I'll leave the spookiest one for last. Like so- how spooky is it? It's pretty spooky. Like, I, when I read it, I got the chills. Oh, do I want to leave that? Okay, yes. whatever. Okay. Okay. So, um, this girl, she wrote and said that hers had happened when she was 16. She said when she grew up, they had a large Rambler-style house, and my room was in the basement. And she said on the other side where, where everybody else's rooms were. She said some weird stuff happened, but the scariest was at about 4 a.m. She said she woke up, turned over... And came face to face with a really old woman clutching a handbag. What? Yeah. She said she sat straight up, asked her what she wanted. And she said that she wasn't scared. And um, she said she wasn't that scared. But she said that she never spoke, but just stared at me. And she said that she kept nodding her head toward my door, which was closed. I assumed she wanted me to leave, but I told her I was tired and I would later. Her stare was so intense, but I just laid back down and faced the wall. I hadn't quite in, quite fallen back asleep and slowly realized that I most likely had a ghost in my room. I turned my head and she was gone, but my door was cracked open. Oh. She said that she was 100% positive it had been closed. She said, I turned my lamp on and didn't get much more sleep that night. One weird thing was I could see her crystal clear, even though my room was pitch black. She said she never <laughs> saw her again, but still gives me the chills when I think about it. Crazy. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. And then... Dang. Huh? I said, dang. I mean, this is the thing, though, is, like, I... uh, I don't know, like... That stuff is just... It's freaky. Can you imagine... I mean, obviously that happened to you, but, like, I can't imagine... Bridget's like, can you imagine seeing a ghost? I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, let's see. Do you want to do one more? Or... You do one more, and then I'll do mine. Um, where was it? Mm, you know what? That was that was no, my I only have one more. Oh, okay, okay. So then I'll do this one. It says, um, I was working a night shift at the hospital. I was rounding on the children's surgical unit late at night. All the lights were dimmed and the Hux, and the Hux are like unit, uh, unit secretaries, um, had gone home. When I walked past the empty dark Hux desk, I saw a child out of the corner of my eye. I did a double take and the little girl was gone. She just was standing there in a yellow long hospital gown. I didn't recognize the gown as ones that we currently were using. That is so wild. Is this the yeah. same hospital that mom works at? OMG. 
Yep. Freaky stuff there. Yep. Okay, so this is the last story. Oh gosh, I'm like nervous. It's a little bit freaky. Okay, I'm okay. gonna put fingers. So I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna try and like edit out the names just so. I mean, nobody's probably gonna know, but just in case. Okay. Nobody's gonna Which... know. Huh? like that thing no one's gonna know i know okay so she said that um when she and her husband were first married they worked together at a golf course golf course sorry over the summer she said that she was in the golf shop which was fun because she really got to know the golf members well and always got to hear crazy stories anyway she said there's this one dude that i became friends with and his name was let's call him john okay she said that he was the owner of um, a big place up in Island Park and just, like, filthy rich. Mm-hmm. She said it was all inherited and he was fairly young. She's like, she, he was probably in his early 30s, which she's like, made him kind of a spoiled brat and he pretty much treated everyone except for me like garbage. Mm-hmm. She said he would pretty much come to the course to party and was very inappropriate. But for some reason, he took to me as a friend, maybe because he just needed someone to talk to. I'm not sure why. She said, I guess I was just a listening ear. She said, anyway, one day he came into the golf shop and seemed a little anxious. She asked him how his day was going and his eyes got big. She said he looked around and said, I'm actually really freaked out. Something happened last night and I don't know what to do. She said, of course, she's like, I always questioned if he was telling me what was true because most of the time he talked to me, he was drunk and I didn't know what was made up and what wasn't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So she said she took everything he said with a grain of salt. She said, this time was the same. I said, yeah, what's up? Tell me the story. Like it was no big deal. Mm -hmm. She said that he went on to tell me that he had spent the night at this place that he owns at Island Park with his fiance. He said that they were laying in bed sleeping when suddenly his fiance woke up and felt like she needed to smoke a cigarette. So she went outside. This was at 3 a.m. She said while she was outside... John was laying in bed and heard footsteps approaching the bed, but couldn't see anyone. She said they got closer and closer until he felt someone sit on the end corner of the bed. By this time, he was completely freaked out. There was a ghost sitting on the end of his bed, and he didn't know what to do. He was so scared, he just sat there and couldn't get words out. Then he heard a quiet voice say, your time is short, and that's it. By this time in the story, when he's telling my friend this, she was crying and said, what do I do? I'm so scared. I asked him about the voice and if he could recognize it at all. He claimed his mother had died a few years back and it sounded like her. Mm -hmm. He said, by this point, it all seemed real. I could tell that there was real fear in him, but at the same time, I didn't know what advice to give or know how to handle the situation. I remember kind of just saying, wow, that's so scary. I'm sorry that happened. Hopefully it's nothing too serious about to worry about. And kind of wishing him out the door to try to enjoy the rest of his day. Anyway, she said the rest of the day went by and she completely forgot about the conversation that she had with John. So I didn't end up ever telling anyone about the weird interaction, not even my husband. Mm -hmm. She said until about two years later, she said her husband was on Facebook and we were hanging out at his parents' house one day. And he said, hey, remember when we worked at the golf course and there was that guy named John? Mm -hmm. She said, oh, yeah, what about him? And her husband said, well, it looks like he died last night in a really bad accident. His truck rolled off the road. And she said, that's when it all came back to me. And she said, to this day, my mind is blown. That happened. And I don't know how many people really know the full story. So there you go. A real ghost story. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy, dude. Weird. Can you imagine? I mean, I'm sure it wasn't like that spooky, but to me, when I read it, I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. That's. Can you imagine that happening to you, though? I'd like pee my pants. Oh, yeah. Like, I would like never sleep through the night ever again. I know. Like, even talking about this now, I'm like, Anthony, will you please cuddle up with me? (laughs) I am like so scared. I can't even, like, this is the thing is. I used to love watching scary movies, but Mm -hmm. cannot watch them anymore. Like, will not watch one. Yeah. I don't like scary movies either. Mostly because I feel like they're not scary. I like um, suspenseful movies. Yeah, I do too. I don't like scary movies. That's the difference. 
I just think that like I uh oh wait we should tell that one the one about mom uh, oh this is a good one okay yeah okay wait yeah, yeah. This, is, this is a happy feeling one this is a happy feeling one Liz can tell it because she was older and I was younger it's so wait no you tell it you tell it you tell it because I'm now forgetting all the details I know we like literally talked about this morning but literally it's like gone out of my brain I'm not, I don't remember all the details either. It's about the guy that came up to us in the, in, in the car. Okay, you tell it. Because I'm thinking okay. of a different one. Did it, mom, because there's a couple that happened to mom. Okay, well, now we got to tell a couple. Okay, okay, go, go, go. So this is, I don't, like I said, I was young. So I don't really remember exactly what happened. And I could be totally botching this story. But I just remember as a little girl, we were all in the car with mom and either like her her like tire blue okay wait this is the same story i'm thinking of then okay, okay sorry okay you go then she uh her car had some troubles and um some guy just randomly showed up and had the tools to fix her car and um she was like really appreciative and she had all her kids in the car and can you just like and like my parents had like an old dodge caravan like this is you know those ones that were whatever anyway she um was like getting us all situated in the car and the guy was like fixing the car for her and um she was like let me give you some money and um he was like oh no 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 you don't need to do that and mom like reached into her purse to grab money to give to this guy like you know 20 dollar bill or whatever and he when she like turned around he was completely gone like like this guy anyway we kind of think that he was like a guardian angel because she's also had another situation that was similar to that and a man also helped her um yeah what i don't know this story tell me i'm I'm saying it was similar or something like that and man i can't remember all the details i should have gotten her to tell the story but anyway yeah similar thing so mom like legit let's go get mom okay wait wait so we went and got mom she's gonna tell the guardian angel stories because we can't remember the details very well. You mean when I told you I was... No, no, no. Okay, okay. The one, the guy that came and helped fix the car. And you <sighs> went to give him money and he like, you turned around and he was gone. Oh, yeah. When? Oh, I'm trying to think when that happened. It was in like, Walmart, in a parking lot. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. I totally forgot about that one. Um, yeah, I had, uh, I had been driving. It was the little blue Toyota Matrix. It was the Matrix or that was the van because the kids were there. Well, it happened with the Matrix too. So I was, that's right. I was in the yeah, minivan. Yeah, because I know mom's had it t- happened yeah. to her twice. I was in the minivan and um, I can't remember exactly what had happened, but I couldn't get something to work with the minivan. I had all your kids in the car and I was in a parking lot and um, I, I pump, put the hood up of the car, you know, and trying to see if I could see anything and this this guy came over you know and I'm I'm a little leery about strangers just approaching me like that and he said hey I noticed you're having a problem you know can I can I help do something for you and I said well I just can't get it to turn over really good and it will turn over but it won't stay running and um, he said okay get back in the car and um, I want you to um, turn it on and I'm gonna see something here and he said and then if it continues to run just give it a couple of revs and then it should be good and I'm like okay we'll see I couldn't see him because my hood was up so I'm there and um he and I said do I start it now you know and he didn't say anything so I just assumed so I I started the car and it it started like it had but it wasn't when I tried it before wouldn't keep running and so he had told me to pump the gas which I pumped the gas and it was revving and then it just kept running and kept running and so I just was waiting for him to put the hood down or something and he he didn't come around so I I got out of the car and went around the front of the car and no one was there isn't that crazy and I was like like looking around like did he go to the other side of the car you know what's crazy is like i remember that i i feel like it's kind of like a core memory for me it's Mm -hmm. more just like i remember looking out the window and looking to the back of us and i feel like there was like a like a restaurant or a store in the back back by us yeah 
I'm trying to think where we up. Um, I thought we were in Salt Lake City. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's been such a long ago. I just remember the details of that. I can't remember if we were downtown. Maybe, I don't know. I can't remember, but I distinctly remember waiting for the guy to come back around to my window or say, you know, yeah, look, it's everything's okay now. I'm like, oh, I'll just go out, you know, and I opened the door, went around the front of the car where the hood was still up, car was running, nobody there. Yeah. Yeah. And then another time I was in the Matrix and I was in a grocery, uh, it wasn't Macy's, I can't even remember what it was, but I was in a grocery store, I'd come out and I went to go forward and realize that um, I had, you know, those plants that they're in a, yeah, like the a triangle or the diamond. Yeah. And it's like a, about this is about what, about eight inches mm -hmm. off the ground. The maybe. Cement. I didn't realize it was running in front of me and I thought I would get to drive through and I, you know, put my gas on and I went whoop and I went into it, but my tire got stuck in the little, gardeny part right and I was like oh my gosh how am I gonna and there was nobody around guys nobody there was maybe a couple of cars over there and I was like oh my gosh I wonder if I can lift this by myself oh, like mom thinks she's gonna lift the car so I put it in neutral <laughs> our, our 110 pound mother well, first of all I tried to put it in reverse and see if if I did that it would just pop out but it just was spinning like you know I'm like okay so I put it in neutral got out there and I'm trying to lift it. I'm like, I can't do this. And then I heard a young kid, like teenager say, Hey, you need some help. And I turned around and there was a teenage boy about maybe 16, 17 and an older man, which I assumed was his dad. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I did the dumbest thing. I, I got this stuck in here and he goes, Oh, you're fine. We'll get it for you. He said, you, you just get in the car and we'll, uh, we'll get it get you out and I said okay so I got back in the driver's seat and it was on the passenger side so I could see them bending over like they were trying to do something and then I felt the car lift up because he told me to put it in neutral which I did which I knew to do that I felt the car lift up and pop backwards and then go down and I was like oh god so I put it in park and I was like oh and so I got out seriously same thing happened got out walked around they weren't even there it was so wild they weren't there. And I was like, okay. And I just, I mean, I got that weird feeling, you know, like that weird feeling, like, were they angels? Were, yeah, where did you. they disappear to? Because they weren't even, they they hadn't even like, well, you know, you would think, oh, maybe they just walked off. They didn't. They were nowhere. No one was in a car. No. There was nowhere for them to There like, was no go. one for them to have just like disappeared like that. Yeah. And that, that's happened to me two times. Jeez. Yeah. And I, I knew after the second time that happened that it wasn't just a mom's got some guardian angels coincidence, dude. you know? Yeah. 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 You know, I can tell you something happened to my mother real quick. Okay. Is it happy or sad? No, it's happy. Okay. Yeah. This is when she lived in, uh, she was in, I can't remember if she was in Scotland or she was in England, but she had taken my, her youngest brother in this pram and uh, she had a little sister and she told her mum that she was going to go on a walk. And the mother said, okay, only go down this far and then come right back. And my mother said she was probably about 12 at the time. And so she was walking along, walking along, and um, she it started to pour down with rain. So she went and ran over to this huge tree that was right there that they could, she thought, I'm so just going to, this is giving me Peter Pan. <laughs> says, I can stand under this tree until it stops raining. And then, um, you know, then we can go home. So she was standing on this tree and all of a sudden she turned around. There was this elderly man standing there. And he said, do not stand here, turn around right now and go home. I've heard this story, I think. Yeah. I've never, I've never yeah. heard this story. And she and she didn't know who this man was. And she said, Lainey, I had this feeling I needed to do what he said. So I turned around and I ran with the pram and my little sister. And we were soaking wet when we got home. And my, she said her mother was like, what have you been? You know, you're soaking wet, you know. Typical moms. Yeah. But anyway, she said the next day they were going to school and they had to go down this way. The tree was split in half and on the ground. It had been hit by lightning. 
Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I know that's not, I literally just got that's not spooky, but it's like, whoa, yeah. guardian angel right yeah. here. Yeah. And yeah. she said when she turned around after she'd running, the man, she couldn't see the man. He was nowhere. And he appeared out of nowhere, she said. It's not like some guy was walking up towards him on the sidewalk. Mum's yeah. mum's got some guardian angels in the family. Anyway, so yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's that's good. that's our spooky Halloween episode. Spooky um, but sweet. Spooky but sweet. Sweet spooky. This is our spooky era. <laughs> i hope everybody like has a very safe halloween and you guys have fun, have fun with your families or not with your families with friends. friends yeah but anyway yeah we love it next has week been good. be a little bit of a heavier episode so buckle up catch you tune i mean hey okay, bye what do you say <laughs> catch you what i said catch you tune Catch you too. <laughs>